I've got to tell you, nothing like sleeping on a comfortable mattress. And I get that every night, whether I'm in Los Angeles or St. Louis, with my sleep number bed. And with spring in the air, and you know what that means, cleaning time. And when was the last time you replaced your pillows or your mattress? Wake up refreshed with a mattress that helps you sleep your best. The Sleep Number Mattress adjusts to your ideal firmness or softness, and a queen starts at just $899.99. And with Sleep IQ technology, it adjusts to let you just have a great night's sleep. My Sleep Number setting is 90. My Sleep IQ score was 82 last night. Come in now and save on clearance beds and bedding as Sleep Number makes room for their newest innovations. Right now, you can save $500 to $1,000 on selected beds plus up to 40% off clearance pillows. You'll only find Sleep Number at any of the 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Call 1-800-390-9100 and make sure you tell them George Norrie sent you. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. The world's foremost remote viewing teacher, Edward Dames, Major Dames, U.S. Army, retired now, decorated military intelligence officer and original member of the U.S. Army's prototype remote viewing training program. He has served as a training and operations officer for the Defense Intelligence Agency Psychic Intelligence Collection Unit, he serves as the executive director of the Matrix Intelligence Agency as well, and he has had many discussions with us about North Korea, and here he is back on Coast to Coast. Dad, I can't think of a more poignant time to get you back on the program. Good to have you back. Happy Easter, George. You too, my friend. How have you been? Uh, mama, hoo-hoo, as the Chinese say, so-so. Uh, um, I wanted to, to mention to you, I, uh, I listened to your, your interview with Stanton Friedman the other night. It was so wonderful. They heard this salt-of-the-earth, down-to-earth physicist, scientist, you know, talk about the UFO problem. Really enjoyed that. Thank you, sir. Thank you, indeed. So listen, all this North Korea stuff is happening again, and you for years have been talking about North Korea tied into the kill shot. Let's do a little review, first of all, Ed. For years you've been talking about the possibility that uh, North Korea could launch a nuke, maybe internally as a test, who knows what. Give us some updates here. Well, first of all, in, in terms of remote viewing, uh, we know empirically that if you've got a big event like uh, a, a detonation of a nuclear weapon on the horizon or a huge solar flare, incapacitating solar flare, that event already exists in time. Otherwise, we would not be able to download it. And you get your, your contrarian saying, well, parallel universe or an alternate reality. Uh-uh. Uh, empirically, that's not what we see. If we can download the event, describe it fully, it exists in time already. And it was about 23 years ago that I was interested in, just after I retired from the military, I was interested in the next use of a nuclear weapon in anger with mass casualties. And then, we, after a lot of work, we recognized that this event would occur on the Korean Peninsula and be used by the North Vietnamese on the Korean Peninsula, too. And I, and I mentioned that uh, about 21 years ago on Coast to Coast, that this is the next event. And people at that time said, no, they don't even have enough for maybe three weapons, or it'll be Pakistan and India first, that kind of thing. But... Uh, we're, we're pretty confident in our work, as you know. Yeah. And we're not sticking our head out when we said that. Uh, the same thing with Fukushima or economic collapse. So I said, next use of a nuclear weapon in anger will be on the Korean Peninsula by the North Koreans. And then when we began to look at the sun and, and this, this event that, in no uncertain terms, would eclipse the enormity 
of a, a, uh, a second nuclear weapon being used in history, our third, actually, uh, against an enemy, and Fukushima, which is, is another story, uh, then I, I said that, okay, when is this kill shot going to occur? Where mind is outside of time, so we have a very difficult, difficult time in pinpointing and fixing a position that calendrically on when an event's going to happen. So then we turned our attention to the nearest preceding events, large events, that would be harbingers for this kill shot, this massive solar flare that I've talked about so often. And one of the key events was the, this, this detonation of a nuclear device on the Korean Peninsula. And Ed, it appears that uh, North Korea is actively trying to uh, do as many things as they can to push us. Why are they being so aggressive these days? Well, you have to, uh, one thing, before we get into all the tactical details that I'm so immersed in these days and times in terms of yeah. the DPRK, you have to look at it from their perspective. I mean, here you have the you know this, this country that... Uh, is looking around at U.S. actions in the world historically as we bring democracies, I use a, I'm tongue-in-cheek now, to other countries and destabilize countries for regime changes, all for oil, by the way. Let's not kid ourselves. It's for oil and the petrodollar. And uh, they realize that unless they have a, a, a counter to this, they're going to end up in the same boat and deep kimchi, and, and that's an apropos term uh, momentarily, if they don't do something to counter this. And so you can see they're, well, why they're, they're so adamant about have, needing to have nuclear weapons to, uh, to save themselves from what the U.S. has been doing uh, geo geopolitically and, and globally. The so Chinese seem to want to rein him in, but I don't think they have that ability or capability of doing that with him. Yeah, they do, which is a long, involved thing. They do. But uh, the key is here, they do not want a united peninsula, uh, because that the U.S. is part of the South Korean, uh, you know, they're, they're right there tied at the hip. So that would mean the U.S. would be uh, extend, extend our influence militarily into the north. And uh, this was a problem with Ukraine as well, this kind of a thing, Ukraine acting as a buffer uh, for, for Russia, so Russia doesn't get so nervous, but... Uh, North Korea, if it united, if it became united with the South, with the Peninsula united, would would cause a great deal of consternation on the part of the PRC. There's a lot of tactics here that we, you may want to be interested in tonight that we could get into if you're interested. But no, and there's there's really not that these guys are not that close. The, yeah, the Chinese crossed the Yalu in the in the Korean War. But uh, that was exigencies of the moment. And the, the, the Chinese and the North Koreans are really not as close as people think. So uh, there's a lot going on, George. Indeed. Now, let's go through some precursors of the kill shot. What are governments doing right now to try to prepare for this? Well, as you know, after, after a couple of mega flares that I predicted, in a tooth, especially the one in 2014, which right. created a whole new band, a logarithmic band uh, for, for flares, they, they call it a mega flare, beyond the X-range uh, flares, governments began to realize uh, that Earth is, is, is cooked, uh, uh, you know, figuratively speaking, 
and literally in some parts, if if something is not done to save mankind, it's analogous to the U.S. continuity of, of government, COG uh, programs, maintaining government programs. All uh, superpowers have them. So uh, the seed vault uh, in Norway particularly, the Russians have their own, but the Norwegian is an international seed vault, which just added another half a million seed uh, species to it, is a way of, of preserving instead of continuity of consciousness, the continuity of mankind, we can replant the earth with, and by the way, there are no uh, genetically uh, or modified organisms in that seed yeah, ball. Good. Seed ball's very, very well protected, extremely protected, and probably could survive the worst of a mega flare, probably, not guaranteed. And then we could, we could replant and then uh, rebuild um, after extreme Armageddon-like catastrophe. So that's the uh, governments are realizing, and then one of the reasons you have Denver, for instance, as a as, as a, a hub, basically, isn't it? As a, as a bunker of uh, for the continuity of 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 government, yeah. because of just these kinds of things that the government realizes at any time, El Sol could do it, uh, could do it, and uh, they've even they've even scientists have even adapted my neologism, uh, a kill shot. So you'll see that in the literature now. Well, and as much as it sounds far out there, isn't it smart to have governments do what they're doing in terms of planning for the possibility of this? Uh, we'll get into it whether they're going to tell us or not about it, but to keep the continuity of government going, I think it's smart to have bunkers and to, and to get ready, isn't it? Correct, but uh, the original incentive, of course, was nuclear war, and this was just this was not even a back a, geo, a geophysical cataclysm was 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 not even a back burner issue uh, uh, in those days. But it because of the action of our own star, uh, it has become uh, a front burner issue now. Now, did, activity within the last decade. They've spent some money on kill shot detection systems. So where are they located? All over the place. No, uh, well, well, no. Uh, uh, a brand new uh, satellite is now uh, positioned uh, at L1, where the, gra the, the gravity, the pull of the sun equals the pull of the Earth. It's there and could, and could give us about a one-hour advance notice of uh, a mega flare, and that that, that gives that gives technology an, an extra hour to reorient satellites and to attempt to protect grids, those kinds of things. So uh, the, the, the fear of that particular threat is fairly nascent, but now we are doing something about it. However, uh, don't forget that these, these bunkers that I'm talking about, these survival bunkers that originally existed because of the threat of nuclear war, they're not for you and me, George. No, no, it's, it's for the government leaders, isn't it? That's right. And uh, I would assume they are not going to tell us when these detection systems go on, these alarms go on, because they're afraid of uh, worldwide panic. Well, not entirely correct, because we can watch some of them ourselves. They're public knowledge, but some are delayed, actually. Uh, the, the, the actual uh, data stream is delayed, uh, so it can be looked at by the powers that be before it's disseminated. Uh, but you're right, it would, and it would, it would cause mass panic. Let's not kid ourselves. Ed, is the, is the kill shot a planet ender? No, no, not by any means. It's a series of very strong flares that take down 
uh, power grids. And uh, because the power grids are down and can't come back up for six months to two years in some cases over wide areas, especially open areas like the Great Plains of the U.S. and North America, you, you, you have an infrastructure collapse and the, the, the numbers, the millions of people that will actually perish will perish from starvation and to a certain degree waterborne diseases, but starvation primarily. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.